Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the R Denver Broncos podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, as always, uh, coming to you solo this time with some not great news. Uh, everybody knows by this point, uh, Broncos star pass rusher Von Miller will miss the 2020 season due to an injury sustained at the end of practice on Tuesday afternoon. Now, this morning, Vic Lombardi from Altitude Sports uh, tweeted, Sources tell me Von Miller injured the ankle on the last play of practice. He lined up on the left side, executed his patented upfield hard right move when he felt something pop. He thought someone kicked him in the ankle, but after reviewing the film, nobody made contact. So that is no bueno. Uh, You never like to see a non-contact injury like it's it's just never good news. Um, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport followed up on the injury. Uh, he says the specific diagnosis for Von Miller was is a dislocated uh, peroneal tendon. Essentially, the tendon flipped over the ankle bone. Uh, the best option is usually surgery with a general recovery time of five to six months. Uh, and the absolute best case scenario is three months. So... Even if Vaughn is going to have surgery on this, let's say next week, that's pretty early. Uh, he has the surgery next week, and he is the absolute best case, you know, example of this. That has him returning in like mid to late December, which <sighs> that's just too late. I don't, I don't think it makes any sense for him to come back at that point, that late in the year. Unless the Broncos are poised for a playoff run. But even then, like, just the possibility of him being in football shape, it's, it's just not worth uh, clinging, clinging to this hope that he might return this year. Um, it sucks, man. Really sucks. Vaughn was kind of one of the things that, I mean, he's one of the things we look forward to every year for the Broncos. He's always one of those bright spots. But um, this year with the addition of Jarrell Casey and with Bradley Chubb returning from injury, uh, he had that torn ACL last year. Um, I I thought that the, the pass rush was really going to be kind of the, I, I don't know if you would say the, the linchpin of the defense, but uh, pretty close. Um so this this hurts. I mean, you you lose the best pass rusher, probably pretty easily the best defensive player on the team, and now the list of question marks just just continues to grow because who replaces Vaughn? No one can can replicate the things that he can do on a down by down basis. Uh, certainly no one on the roster can do that, and I don't think there's a free agent out there that can do that either. Now, the Broncos are going to look to the free agent market to replace him because they have to. There's just nobody on the roster right now who can um, who, who can fill not even his production, but just uh, his role in this defense. Um so there, there are a couple names out there that you know would get people excited. Maybe five years ago, maybe three years ago, uh, Cameron Wake, uh, Terrell Suggs, and Clay Matthews, the third, are all 
on the market right now, you have to think that these guys would be uh, potential options for the Broncos because because who who else is it gonna be? I mean, we can't I we can't rely on uh, Jeremiah Atachu and Malik Reed to really fill the shoes of of Von Miller. Um, and we can't roll into the season with with only three outside linebackers, uh, especially because Bradley Chubb is on a pitch count. So, it, oh, it's so easy to just be so doom and gloom right now um, because the, the ramifications of this go beyond just pass rush. You have to worry about run defense now, too. I mean, we're, we're going up against Derrick Henry in week one, and is he going to be the same level of dominant that he was for the second half of last year? I don't know. I don't want to, you know, find out the hard way that he is. Um, and now there's a, a huge glaring hole, not only at inside linebacker after the surprise release of Todd Davis, but now on the left side of that defense without Von Miller. So uh, Derek Henry hey, come on down, the Broncos rolled out the red carpet for you because of an unfortunate injury, um, you know, a, a total freak accident. So, Monday night's going to be interesting, because even if, even if the Broncos go out and sign somebody today while I'm recording this, they won't be available or, or ready by Monday night. <laughs> if you have Derrick Henry in fantasy, that's a start for sure, man. Um, and then you think about the, the defensive secondary too. I mean, there are so many question marks there. Yeah. We got Kareem Jackson and and Justin Simmons locking down the safety spots. But if you, if you look at the corners, it's a whole bunch more question marks. I mean, AJ Boye is coming off of a, uh, a questionable year with Jacksonville. Bryce Callahan's coming off of a weird-ass injury last year, missed the entire season. And then behind that, you got a bunch of, I don't even know who's. There's Michael Ojemudia and Isang Bassey, who are a couple of rookies. You got Devontae Harris, who I'm pretty sure got benched last year. <laughs> and Duke Dawson, who is, um, well, I think he's the last corner on the depth chart, so... So without Von Miller at that uh, pass rushing spot, uh, now teams are going to be able to key more on Bradley Chubb and, and maybe even on uh, Jarrell Casey coming up the middle. And um, yeah, we just lost an element of what was supposed to help make this dangerous, uh, this defense dangerous, and what was supposed to help maybe mask some deficiencies that you know, may or may not exist in the defensive secondary. So so from a football standpoint, uh it's really not looking good. It's it's easy to feel all, you know, doom and gloom, especially with this um this cold, crappy, overcast weather in Denver. And it and it doesn't even stop there. It just it just gets worse the deeper you look at this because then, you know, you look to the future, like, okay, well, this injury really doesn't sound too serious in the long term. You know, it's not like an Achilles tendon tear, which can really derail a guy's career. Um, so, okay, 
let's let's look ahead to 2021. 2020's a weird year anyway. Um so you start looking down the road and then you realize Von Miller's going to be 32 years old. He's going to be coming off of a down year in 2019, an injury in 2020, and on top of that, his cap hit's going to be 22.25 million dollars. And you just have to wonder, is he worth that kind of cap investment still? And then you look at the dead cap, and it's only $4.25 million to rele- to release him. So you can save $18 million in cap space with a shrinking cap uh, by saying, hey, thank you for your time, and we'll see you when it's time to put you in the ring of fame. And that just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> um, because it feels like a very real possibility that Von Miller has played his last down as a Denver Bronco. And we didn't even know it. My wife and I got married in 2011. We were young and dumb and didn't have much of anything. For Christmas in 2012, uh, my wife bought me a Von Miller jersey. It was one of those kind of like the mid-tier ones um, with the stitched lettering and numbering. We were both working minimum wage jobs, and she spent basically her whole paycheck on that jersey for me. Um, I'm a big jersey guy. I, I like to... Uh, have jerseys of my favorite players. I've got, I think, just offhand, I have like four different Nuggets jerseys um, and like five or six Broncos ones. And I, 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 I don't know. I, li- I like to have, you know, all those things in the rotation. Um, but the Miller jersey, it's... <sighs> I, I've, I've worn that jersey... Every single game day since uh, since that Christmas in 2012. Um, so Von Miller, he's my favorite player, and and you know, my wife knew that and identified that all the way back in in 2012, which was only his second year. So for eight years, I've worn that same jersey, and. Uh, you know, now I'm, I'm thinking about Vaughn and I'm thinking about the possibility that maybe he's done in Denver and just, it hits home, man. It hits home. Um, and then I think about all that the Broncos have been through in the last 10 years and, uh, I mean, it's it's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. it. It's so much stuff that I can't believe it's only been 10 years, but I also can't believe it's it's already been 10 years. Back in 2010, Josh McDaniels was the head coach of the Broncos. And anybody that followed the team at that time knows it was a nightmare. Uh, we had our, our cheating scandal because of him. We had a, a 4-11 and 11 year and the highest draft pick in Broncos history. When McDaniels got fired and Elway came back to the organization, and at the time, you know, he was the undisputed, glorious 
orange god <laughs> um who was who was going to save the the franchise from you know these pitiful depths of the McDaniels era and Elway's first pick was Von Miller and it just kind of gave you this feeling like all right it's 2011 it's a new decade and and here's this franchise cornerstone pass rusher with the number 2 overall pick and things are going to look up damn it this is there's hope in Broncos country again now in, in 2011 was that insane roller coaster that was Tebow time um and and without Von Miller and and the rest of that defense that year just that year doesn't happen it's not um it's not the same ridiculous you know it's almost like a Disney movie type story it's just it's crazy that that happened in real life and then it gets even crazier because all of a sudden Peyton Manning is a free agent and this is one of the best quarterbacks if not the best quarterback to ever play and he's just going to hit the open market like what the hell is this what's going on and because of that insane uh defense and there's just the tenacity of the rest of that team Peyton Manning looks at Denver and he says yeah that's that's a legitimate and a viable landing spot for me and then over the next four years, we get uh, four straight AFC championships. Uh, sorry, AFC West championships, two Super Bowl appearances, and in 2015, Miller comes through and plays the single best defensive game I've ever seen in all of my years watching the Broncos. And um, you know, then we had couple of down years okay four five what are we on now i think it was four down years um but now there's hope returning to broncos country we have uh so much exciting young talent in you know drew Locke, jerry judy um courtland sutton bradley chubb and then uh there's supposed to be vaughn you know, still at the pinnacle of Broncos country and still the the one thing that we know, you know, maybe this young talent falls through, but hey, at least we got Vaughn. At least, at least there's our guy. And uh, now he's going to miss the year and, and missing the year sucks, but, but it's when you look past that, when you look past the end of 2020 and you start thinking about Oh man, does it does it make sense for the Broncos to keep him? Will the Broncos keep him? You know, can can they get some kind of deal in place to extend him, you know, maybe spread that cap hit over a couple of years and 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 keep him around a bit longer. I know that we don't know yet. There's um there's a lot of time. So many moving pieces to all of this. So many factors that can change. So I, I, I'm 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 done with you know my poor me. Uh, Von Miller is going to be gone because we, we don't know that yet. There's there's really nothing to suggest that yet. Um, but it's my immediate you know kind of knee jerk reaction, and I think that it feels um, or it is normal to to feel uh, a little bit of despair. I mean, this is our franchise player. 
the the future of this franchise hinges upon the success of Drew Locke, but right now, today, Von Miller is our franchise player. And not only today, but but for the last 10 years. I know he shared time with Champ Bailey uh, early in his career and uh, Peyton Manning as well, but but Von, Von's the one constant over the last 10 years. And, and it's going to suck. It's going to suck not to see him out there this year. Um, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, he has a speedy recovery. Um, and I hope he's back in, uh, in the orange and blue next year, not in Chicago, but in Denver. (laughs) So, so anyway, um, that's going to be it from me uh, for this episode. Uh, thank, thanks for tuning in and, and listening to me. Feel sorry for myself and, and get um, uh, emotional about uh, my favorite player over the last decade. Um, be sure to keep an ear to the ground. Uh, I am going to be recording with Uppercut in a little over 24 hours. Uh, we're going to give you a, a full more in-depth look at this week one matchup coming on Monday night between the Broncos and the Tennessee Titans. So we're looking forward to that. And then make sure also to tune in after the Titans game. We're going to have our first call-in show. Um, Not entirely sure how it's going to work yet, but Uppercut and I will be hammering out those details and uh, we'll, we'll give you more in tomorrow night's episode. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, Stay safe and go Broncos.